0: Um, it's the Saturday open mic
1: from 4 to 6 with your host today. The host with the most. Slap your hands in a wacky-like fashion. For the man, the myth, the legend. He's so white. It's Chris Holstein. Hey, hey,
2: hey. Oh, hello. Good afternoon, Mutiny Radio. It is... Saturday, October 12th, 2019. It's 4 p.m. This is an open mic that I'll be hosting. My name is Chris Holstein. Uh, how is your day going, everyone? All the hundreds of people in here. Yeah. How are you doing? Are you everyone doing Fleet Week? Yeah. Boo! Oh. <laughs> I was driving. I swear I'm so lucky I didn't get into an accident on the way here because there was just. It looked like the apocalypse up in the sky, like just smoke and jets flying around. I I, I'm could, shocked I didn't crash into somebody. I would, it's so distracting. Like it's already enough. Like I'm already texting and I'm trying to drive on the freeway and then there's planes in the sky. My god. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't done Fleet Week in such a long time. Oh, there goes my voice. Anyway, uh, well, we got an open mic for everyone. So I will, uh, yeah, we got some comedians here. They're going to do some stuff. Uh, But let me introduce myself again. My name is Chris Holstein, and everyone that knows me knows that I love movies. Like, I watched 382 movies last year, right? That's impressive, right? What makes that more impressive is that I am a stay-at-home father to a four-year-old boy. So guess what? He also watched 382 movies last year and set a personal record record. (laughs) <laughs> his favorite by far was Full Metal Jacket. You guys seen Full Metal Jacket? All right. No one here watches movies. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, everything I need to know, I learned from watching movies. You know, like, action movies taught me how to fight. And comedies, of course, taught me how to laugh. And war movies, war movies taught me that no matter who you are or where you're from, Eventually, white people will come and fuck with your shit. <laughs> For real. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know, I'm poorly, badly looking at my notes because I haven't, I haven't performed in a while. I don't perform regularly like everyone else. Uh, I am living the American dream of every immigrant. I am married to a half-white lady, and uh, we have a kid, and we live in the suburbs. It's perfect. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Is anyone else here married? I got two two married people here. All right. How do you guys like it so far? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. And uh, no one else here, no one else here has kids though, right? No kids of course. You guys are so young. <laughs> I my my kid is uh he, again like you said he's 4 and uh he's just now he's getting to the point where he knows that like my iPhone has video games on it. He knows I play Pokémon Go cuz I play Pokémon Go. And so I get a lot of, like, that thing that kids do where they they never shut the fuck up about it. Like, can
3: I have the iPhone? Can I have the iPhone? Can I have the iPhone?
2: And it drives me insane. And then eventually I'm just, like, in public and I turn around and say, no, you know what? There are starving four-year-old children in China that can build an iPhone. What is your problem? (laughs) Get to work, short round. Oh, my God. And and you know like it's funny when you have a kid like when you're uh, like when you're expecting a kid because you have to come up with a name for your kid right that's hard so there's all these unspoken rules about naming kids right it's like you can't name the kid after your ex girlfriend you can't you know you can't name it after like your estranged anyone so there's all these rules and like my wife was nice she was like you can you can name the kid whatever you want and I and I thought about it I was like well I'm I'm not gonna name him after my best friend I'm not gonna name him after my my anyone I, you know, I'm not gonna name him after anybody I know, so I'll just name him after my father. (laughs) I I, I messed up that punchline so bad. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, where are we at? Oh, yes. Um, Okay, so uh, personal information about me, I suffer from anxiety, insomnia, and depression. (laughs) That usually doesn't get an applause, but okay, I'll take it. Uh, otherwise known as the three excuses that get me out of volunteering at my kid's preschool. Uh, it's very nice. They they don't trust me around other kids. Hey, come on in. Come on in. Is there someone else with you, or you want to come in? All right. Don't worry. It's a, I know it's a lot of weird male energy in here. Don't worry. It's a safe space. There's got we got nightmare bunnies on the wall. <laughs> uh what the hell oh right uh i was talking about myself uh the good news about insomnia is that i am almost done reading wikipedia (laughs) right that's a nice feeling uh the bad news is i just read the page on slender man so now i still can't sleep at night (laughs) uh other personal information about me is i am adopted in case you didn't guess by everything about me, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you can tell if people are adopted. I think maybe one I open my mouth, uh, I'm adopted. I was raised by white people. I am super whitewashed. Okay, I'm. Ba- oh, I left the water bottle out there. I'm basically an honorary white person, like uh, Cardi B, Eminem, other people. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you so much, Casey. Yeah, that's that was my concern as well. I have to buy another one and that would be wasteful. Um, <laughs> hey, Muni Radio, I'm so white. How white are you? I thought Black Panther was okay. <laughs> I don't know about a best picture. I'm so white. How white are you? My Asian accent is really offensive. <laughs> and, uh, I'm so white. How white are you? I have a thing for Asian women. Joe <laughs> Joe better want to use the microphone. <laughs> um... I am adopted, so, uh... Y- uh, oh, boy, where am I at? Oh, right. Luckily, I live... Uh, <laughs> the only Asian thing about me is my face. So luckily, I live here in America, where Western standards of beauty are biased against Asians. All right? I mean, I, honestly, in America, like I've been called a two. I'm considered a two in America. That's fine. In Korea, I'm considered a... I think they, they call me a fook phase, which I think is Korean for ten. Or it's just Korean for fuckface. I gotta keep looking at my notes. Uh, Hey, Muni Radio, give me a round of applause if you think I look like the kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. One person. Oh, okay. take a better look. I know, the hair is confusing. All right, thank you so much. Thank you for taking sides with every bully I ever had, from grade school on to college. That's right, I was bullied in college. Anyone else here bullied in college? Yeah, yeah super fun. Good times. <laughs> I'm not the kid from Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, but we do have one thing in common. We both have deadbeat dads. Right, right? Deadbeat dads. Give it up for deadbeat dads. They're great. As uh, <laughs> In case you can't tell from my entire presentation, I grew up without a strong father figure. Um, but like I said, I am a father, and I am committed to my son. I am not going to be a deadbeat dad. No, I am going to raise that motherfucker, and he's going to get a job, he's going to get his own place to live, and then I'm going to give up on life completely and move in with him. And I'm going to give him back everything he's given me with interest. (laughs) With interest. (laughs) Um, I'm going to make him cook me three meals a day. Then I'm not going to eat them. And uh, I'm going to scatter Legos all over the floor... So there's nowhere to walk that is not painful. Uh, when he says it's time to go somewhere, I'm gonna get dressed really slow. And I'm gonna punch him in the balls every moment I can, because as it turns out, all along, I wasn't teaching him, he was teaching me. <laughs> uh, that's my set. Uh, those are that's what those are what I call my jokes. So <laughs> Beat that, everyone else. Uh, (laughs) We have a great show for you today. Um, But real quick, housekeeping. Uh, I want to say that uh, Mutiny Radio is the home of thousands of shows and podcasts that you can listen to at mutinyradio.fm every single day. Shows like this, shows like other shows that are on all the time, daily. (laughs) Um... And if you are interested in being a sponsor for the upcoming Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, please go to mutinyradio.fm, sign up, and figure out how to be a, become a sponsor. I assume it involves money. And if you are a comedian and you want to be a part of the festival, again, mutinyradio.fm, you can sign up. I was in the festival last year, and uh, apart from having an emotional breakdown in the middle of the festival, which was completely unrelated, I had a great time. <laughs> so... There are a lot of hungry comics here today. Uh, we're gonna get some stage time. I got 10. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'll get some of your names that walked in late in a bit. Uh, but first up on the sh- show is breakfast. Give it up for breakfast. And uh, Do You want me to help? Do you need a second mic for the guitar? Okay. <laughs>
4: Five minutes ago. Close enough. Alright. Yes, my name's Breakfast. I just wrote the song today. It's called Handle and a Ten Strip. I got me a handle of Jameson and a 10-strip of LSD. I got me a pound of coffee and an ounce of THC. I'm ready for anything that comes my way this Christmas Eve Because I got me a handle of Jameson and a 10 strip of LSD I like doing drugs on Christmas, I like them on April Fools I like getting high on the 4th of July, any holiday is cool I got me a handle of Jameson and a 10 strip of LSD I got me a pound of coffee and an ounce of THC I'm ready for anything that comes my way this Christmas Eve Because I got me a handle of Jameson and a tan strip of LSD Gimme, give gimme, give gimme give some good stuff Gimme, give gimme, give gimme give that swag Gimme, give gimme, give gimme give long as it don't kill me Put it in a zip-top bag I got me a handle of Jameson and a tan strip of LSD. I got me a pound of coffee and an ounce of THC. I'm ready for anything that comes my way this Christmas Eve, because I got me a handle of Jameson and a tan strip of LSD. does drugs drugs are done by everyone doing them drugs for fun i got me a handle of jameson and a 10 strip of lsd i got me a pound of coffee and an ounce of thc i'm ready for anything that comes my way this christmas eve because i got me a handle of jameson and a 10 strip of lsd so, got me a handle of Jameson and a 10 strip of LSD. Yeah. Because, ooh, because it is the Halloween season. Got a little song here about a house we all know. There's a red house down at the end of the road End of the road, at the end of the road There's a red house down, down at the end of the road (sighs) Out in the woods, across the creek There's a couple guys in a lab cooking up tweak In a shed behind the big red house Down at the end of the road There's a red house down at the end of the road End of the road, at the end of the road There's a red house down, down at the end of the road Down in the basement under the stairs There's a dozen dead bodies cut into squares And stored in a freezer in the big red house Down at the end of the road There's a red house down at the end of the road End of the road, at the end of the road There's a red house down, down at the end of the road Up in the bedroom, chained to a wall There's a man with electrodes taped to his balls He's blindfolded and gagged in some strange red house Down at the end of the road There's a red house down at the end of the road, end of the road, at the end of the road. Welcome to my red house down, down at the end of the winding, long, dirt, country road. Thank you. All right. more cocaine How I wish I had some more cocaine Now don't be angry, let me please explain I went through all of your cocaine Suddenly There's only half a line in front of me not nearly as much as there used to be. That bag of snow went suddenly. Why, we have no blow, I don't know, I couldn't say. Now I'm jonesing hard for more cocaine There's a hole that's growing in my brain I need to fill with more cocaine Why we have no blow, I don't know I couldn't see I had one eight ball Which was all Of your cocaine More cocaine You gotta help me get some more cocaine Where'd you hide the rest of your cocaine I know you have some more cocaine. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Thank you. All
2: right, keep it going for breakfast. Breakfast, everybody with the musical accompaniment. That was excellent, thank you so much. I, uh, that, that song. <laughs> All right. Who likes cocaine? I don't have any, I'm just asking. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, just a quick bit of housekeeping though. Uh, please remember to donate two to five dollars to the bucket uh, to get your time. And you can also Instagram a picture uh, and tag at SF uh, to help spread the word about this great venue that provides mics and podcasts and shows for everyone. Uh, next up on the mic, we're gonna do Casey Koenig. Casey Koenig, give it up for Casey Koenig.
0: Thanks, Chris. How y'all doing? Happy Saturday. That's fun. Funny thing about that song, you know, Paul McCartney wrote that. Did did you hear the story about how that was originally written, that song? Yeah, it was originally called More Cocaine. It was really (laughs) funny thing about that song. I like how you played the original. It was great. Yeah, that was the anthology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scrambled Cocaine. All right. My name is uh, Casey. Hey, how you doing? It's always fun to do comedy, uh, even open mics. I was actually at a show earlier this week, and. uh, after my set i was standing outside and uh, a guy came up to me afterwards and was like hey man you're really funny i was like oh thanks he goes um do you want to uh, do you want to smoke some weed with me and i was like oh man i i would but like i uh i got to drive um and i can't i can't drive while high on weed and he's like oh okay D- do you want to do some cocaine no <laughs> uh, I was like, I can definitely, yeah, I can drive on cocaine, like I can drive better on cocaine. That's <laughs> fucking, yeah, let's do this. And then, uh, then I drove really, really fast. <laughs> uh, no, that's not what happened. Uh, just in case anybody's listening, including future employers, um, <laughs> that's definitely not the case. I just shook that ha- man's hand and I said, "Thank you very much, sir," but I am a good person. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, a lot of times I don't know what to do. Um, it, it's, it's hard. Uh, I have, I've had a lot of bad dates. Um, I know I have the appearance of a guy that just absolutely crushes it, but <laughs> uh, I have had a lot of bad dates in my time. Uh, worst date probably, worst first date I probably ever had was uh, this time I took a girl to the movies. Uh, she was a lot prettier prettier than me, right, yeah. <laughs> no, she's really pretty, kind of out of my league, and uh, she was, we, we go to the movies, and she goes, oh, I really wanna watch that new movie, uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. And uh, for those of you who don't remember, that movie has not one, but two rape scenes in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so not exactly first date material. <laughs> I don't know how much of a turn on that is, but uh, I, I was kind of like, well, on one hand, she wants to see the movie. Then on the other hand there's a rape scene. But then she wants to see the movie. I also want to get laid. So, I guess we'll see this movie. <laughs> and I got to tell you, the whole like, like like it's usually a pretty solid move to like <laughs> put your arm around a girl, right? When you're sitting there watching the thing. Not a solid move is covering her eyes like a child about halfway <laughs> into the movie. I uh yeah. I didn't get to see her naked. It was uh it was a it was a sad sad Friday night. Yeah. Um It's okay. She ended up just uh well, I'm I'm actually not going to punch down. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to say the end of that sentence. Um uh, let's see. I Uh, I like going to bars a lot. Um, San Francisco is a lot of fun because there are a lot of options available. Um, I was actually talking to a bartender recently, and he said, uh, uh, I was just like, oh, this seems like a really cool job. Like, you get to meet a lot of cool people, integrate yourself into the community, right? He goes, yeah, I'm actually not a bartender. I'm more of a mixologist. Yeah, I was like, yeah, right? That's like nine on the snob index, right? I just love that word because it, it kind of it, it makes a really solid attempt at being sciencey, right, like chemists, physicists, <laughs> astrologists. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about science. I don't know much about gravitational waves. I don't know much about splitting atoms, but I do know it's a lot more complex than making a mean mojito, so. <laughs> Either way. Let's see. What else do I want to talk to you guys about? I can talk to you guys more about my humiliation. That sent that seems to be like you ever like come up on stage and just kind of go like I'm going to be confident and I'm going to be like showing who's boss. I'm going to tell how it is and like everybody's like that's we don't want you like that. <laughs> 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 and it's like fine. I'll just I'll just talk about how I suck. And they're like, "Yay."
3: Yeah!
0: <laughs> hey. um, staying on subject uh hardest i ever got like um i made somebody laugh is not on stage obviously Uh, it was actually when i was rollerblading i wasn't just rollerblading and made somebody laugh (laughs) i was rollerblading for the first time in a long time and i was really kind of mentally trying to get myself into it i was like this isn't lame this is cool this is a great way to work out and get a butt like it, it really does exercise you you know you you get good glute you know I don't know why I looked at you, Kelly, like you would know. (laughs) I feel like you would know what a good butt exercise is. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) But I was uh, out in Golden Gate Park and I I got my blades on and I'm going and I'm going and I immediately fall. And this old Asian man was just like kind of walking next to me. And he just looks down at my body and goes, "Okay," and just walks right over me. And that wasn't the biggest laugh. What was the biggest laugh actually came from other people trying to help. Like other people, because it's Golden Gate Park and in San Francisco and people are generally caring. And so like a group of people huddled around me like I was a wounded soldier. Just like, are you okay? And I was just like, you're just drawing more attention to my humiliation right now. And I look over again towards the street and some guy literally pulled over in his car, got out of it, and literally went like this in this stance pointed his finger at me and just goes, ah!
3: <laughs>
0: and that's the hardest I ever made somebody laugh. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I was at a, I was at a rock, con- I was at a Grateful Dead concert. Why, why am I beating around the bush? I was not the real Grateful Dead. It was like the John Mayer lame Grateful Dead. I mean, you know, yeah. They were at the Fillmore and uh i was watching this show and uh it was a good time lots of old hippies you know doing their thing not really caring and uh just letting it all hang and <laughs> uh uh the uh the, at one point this old guy in a wheelchair rolls in an old old hippie in a wheelchair and he seemed cool until he took off his pants and started masturbating in the middle of the concert <laughs> And it was just one of those concerts, it it, it was, he picked the right show, is what I'm trying to say, because nobody cared. We just kind of still did a little hippie dance, and like, everybody was cool with it, because sexual freedom or whatever. And, but eventually somebody did get upset and called security over, and I kind of, I understand that masturbating in public is sexual assault, but is it really that scary when it's, like, an 80-year-old man in a wheelchair? <laughs> like, that's like being attacked by a toddler with a plastic spoon. Like, is this really a threat? Like, why are we being so... Anyway, he seemed cool with it. Like, when security came over, he just goes, you caught me! And then he just jerked it on the way out the door. That's that's a true story. 100% true. All these are true. Why did I even have to validate that? Um, let's see. Okay, I got more old people material. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I had to buy some condoms recently, so I went to, uh, why is that so funny? Oh, I get it. (laughs) Why would you need condoms? For what, are you making balloon animals? Like, why would you, (laughs) yeah, I went to the, uh, I went to the gas station to get some condoms. Because I'm classy. And uh, I go up to the counter, and uh, I go, hey, dude, can I get some condoms? And the guy goes, sure. And he turns around, and he picks out from the shelf a pack of magnums. And then he hands them to me. And then we're just, like, in this standoff. And I was just like, is this guy calling me a bitch right now? And he had a look on his face like, I'm definitely calling you a bitch right now. And, uh, or it could be that he was flattering me. Or maybe he, there's just something in the water in that neck of the woods. Like, I don't know. Maybe everybody else had some. And I don't know. I bought it. I had a, I had a good time. By a good time, I mean, um, I'm expecting a child now. I hope uh, you all enjoy your Saturday. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. All right.
2: That was Casey Koenig. Koenig. giving up for Casey Koenig. Thank you so much. Uh, just another bit of housekeeping. I know that a lot of you came in after we started the show, so uh, we're going to try to keep the sets down to about eight to ten minutes. And I think if there's anyone I told to do 15 minutes, we're not doing 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, your next comedian up on the stage is a very good friend of mine. His name is Nick Scarpino. Give it up for Nick Scarpino. <laughs>
5: Thanks guys. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, let's be a hundred percent honest None of you guys have 15 minutes anyway, so it doesn't matter. Come on I got a solid two and a half minutes and the rest of it is just me smiling and trying to do crowd work. How you doing today, sir? Great beard. Great beard. Uh, I just celebrated my seven-year wedding anniversary. Please clap for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And what's even better is I don't have any kids, so we could actually enjoy it. That was the best part of it. Why is it when people find out that I'm a happily married man of seven years that doesn't have kids, they treat me like I have some sort of communicable disease? Like, all my friends that have kids are like, oh, man, it's okay. Lots of people don't have kids these days, you know? One of my other friends literally was like this, you know, three out of seven couples don't have kids. And I'm like, are we talking about kids or herpes? What the fuck? Herpes, okay uh, I don't know My friends always try to talk me into having kids too By painting a picture of what life with kids is all about You know, they're like, oh, it's great And I'm like, oh, what's so great about it? i like, well, you know, you don't have a lot of free time And the kids wake you up super early You don't sleep much Uh, You know, and pretty much your entire life revolves around them, and they always want to watch the exact same Pixar movie, which is always Cars 2, and I don't know why, because that's unanimously uh, heralded as the worst Pixar movie ever made, but for some reason, Little Kimmy and Little Tommy just really, really love Owen Wilson's performance in that particular piece of cinematic history. And also, uh, after about 10 years, your relationship with your significant other starts to erode, thus leading to the ultimate divorce and or cheating on your significant other. Uh, But at least someone... We'll be there when you die, is always what they say. And I, I've started to realize that my, my friends, uh, they don't want me to have kids so much as they want um, a cellmate in the prison that has become their lives. It's terrible. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen if I don't have kids? I accidentally sleep in one of the days. Like, I woke up at 10, 15 today, and I was like, oh, no, and then I went back to sleep. There's nothing... <laughs> Nothing that's gonna happen, right? And there's no kid in the next room playing like, I'm starving to death, daddy. I'm like, I'm not your fucking kid, I'm not your parent. I'm not your parent. Uh, No, I don't have any, um, I don't have kids. My wife and I are terrified of having kids. That's why we use a very, very radical form of birth control known as abstinence. It's real fun. It's real fun. It's the only way to be sure, really. Casey, you'll get married one day. You'll be fine. You won't need condoms anymore. You won't even need your own dick. You can just give it away to the next guy. Here, you need this? Here you go. It's a solid five and a half inches. It's not. It's more like four and a half. Don't fucking look at me with those prying eyes. You know you're waiting to leave. Just go. What? Nothing. I, li- I, I By the way, I respect I respect that you have the um, the Law and Order SVU Detectives Notebook yeah. for it to write comedy on and or to solve a murder. That's really fun. That's super fun, too. Um, What are you eating there? Are those tacos? flautas. Do not eat the cookies if you have to drive. Pam, nobody trusts you. Pam gave me a caramel thing like four days ago and I haven't come down from it. (laughs) Still seeing through walls. (laughs) Is it me or did someone paint squirrels on that wall? Am I still high? I don't know. Jesus, Pam. And also Pam's like this. Oh, it's only got 100 milligrams of whatever the fuck it is in it. It's fine. I was like, is that a lot? She's like, well... (laughs) Well, if you uh, never want to not be high, it's not a lot. There it is. There it is. I don't know. I wish I smoked weed more. I don't smoke weed, though. Uh, I had to stop. Not because any any like, moral objection to it. I just, like, I just do really stupid shit and like, ask really dumb questions to people when I do smoke weed. I don't know. Like The other day I got high and I was like, fuck, man. Like, I started thinking about space travel and I was like, do astronauts have to wear shoes in space? Like I just thought about that for like an hour and a half. I was like, wouldn't they have to wear gloves instead? Because they float? Nah, we're never going back to that joke. That was a oldie but a baddie. Okay. Uh, no, I don't have uh, kids, but I do have parents that are really old, and they keep calling to tell on each other, so it's kind of the same thing. Like they, Oh, Mark Neuer's coming in. There you go. bringing the heat. Uh, like My dad called me the other day because my mom... Uh, answered one of those robocalls that you get on your phone and she let someone hack into the home computer and steal all of their private information. And my dad was like, fuck man, I don't know what to do. And then my mom called and was like, I just caught your dad watching porn on the computer. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, I know what to do. I'm gonna take your computer away before it ruins your marriage. That's what I'm gonna do. Limit that screen time. Uh, Also, my dad is super hard of hearing. So you can imagine how loud that porn was, very loud speaking of porn, they say that porn sets an unrealistic expectation for young men uh, to, as to what to expect from sex later in life. Sir, do you, do you have you ever seen a pornographic video? Reluctantly. Oh. Co- only a co- By accident, like, oh my God, I rounded a corner and this bum was watching a, a porno. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Pam gave me all these yum-yums and I didn't know where the fuck I was. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was either in space or on the corner of Mission in Valencia. Um... Here's the problem, they always say that porn gives kids an unrealistic expectation of like what to expect, especially when you're married. So I want to be, what did Gandhi say, the change that you want to be in the world? I saw it in a bathroom one time. Um, <laughs> be the change you want to see in the world. So I think it's important for guys like me to start our own porn series with our wives um, so that people can understand really what married sex is going to be like. And here's, here's how it's going to go. Um, it's going to be me and my wife. Uh, in separate rooms, both watching porn. That's how it's gonna go. It's gonna be the hottest series you've ever seen in your life. Except my wife's. Uh, instead of watching porn, she's just gonna be asleep. She's gonna be asleep. And I'll be uh, jacking off to the sickest shit you can find on the internet. <laughs> That's a problem with porn, right? Is that like, it's like heroin. You got, Every time you go back, you gotta do crazier and crazier shit, right? You can't just watch fucking double penetration. After a certain point, you go to yourself, you know what, I've graduated. I've graduated to triple penetration. This is where we're gonna be at. And you get desperate, man. I got so desperate to find something, like, new to watching porn the other day that I actually searched the word love just to see. Just to see what would come up. I don't know why I keep staring intently at you while I talk about porn. You know what I found? (laughs) Triple penetration. That's actually what I found when I searched that. It'd be better if I didn't talk in the middle of the punchline of the joke. But it smells like weed right now, and that's all that fucking matters. Um... I uh, I am getting old. I'm closely approach uh, approaching forty, which is crazy. And uh, normally people would say that's 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 not good, but I think it's fantastic because it means that I no longer have to go to bachelor parties, and that's a okay with me, man. I hate these things. It's a waste of money and it's a waste of time. And I remember when I was uh, younger. I remember the very first bachelor party I went to. I was like, this is a f- the fucking total waste of time, right? We like barely had enough money to get a stripper to come over to the hotel room and nobody thought to bring something to play music on so like the best we could do was just turn on the clock radio that came in the room you know and like I'll tell you one thing right now you guys have not lived until you've watched a stripper dance her way through a 1877 cars for kids commercial <laughs> it is just awkward all around it's not anything anyone wants to see you guys are familiar with these commercials right they go 1877 cars for kids K-A-R-S, cars for kids. And now it's stuck in your head forever. Forever. Motherfucker, I know. There are certain jingles that you just want to find the dude or woman that wrote them and murder them. Just fucking kill them in the streets. That's how it's supposed to go. Now, travel a lot with the missus. Just came back from Denmark, uh, which was fun. We went there for uh, a holiday. We weren't really paying attention. Uh, It's funny because I don't... I don't normally get very patriotic about what's happening in the States until I go abroad and someone talks shit about America. And then I'm like, you know, fuck you. Right. Like, fuck you. Like, that's I'm like a soccer mom where like you I'll say whatever the fuck I want about my country while we're in my house. But you don't get to talk shit about us. Um, I was on a train and this train, the this guy was checking the tickets, came up to us and looked at our ticket. Then he looked up at the little sign above the cabin. He said, what does that say? And I said, main cabin. We said, uh, first class cabin. And then our ticket said main cabin. I realized we made a mistake, right? Oh, no, we weren't paying attention. We sat in their on cabin. But before I could apologize, the guy looked me in the face and said, fucking Trump's America. And I was like, whoa. And the words that came out of my mouth next, I've never said before and I'll never say again. I looked that old man in his eyes and I said, sir, that's not what your people were saying when we saved your asses in World War II. Which is some fucking weird shit to say to someone for two reasons. One, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't know why. I'm defending the man. And two, I have no idea what side Denmark was on in World War II. (laughs) It's just the kind of thing you should probably read up on before you decide to talk shit to a person about that. I don't know. There's nothing, there's like literally nothing Donald Trump could do to get me to vote for that man in the 2020 election. Well, not not nothing. If he brought back plastic straws, I would consider it. I would. Because, I mean, we could all agree, like, racism is terrible. But so are paper straws. Like, sucking liquid through paper straws is worth like people need to feel my pain. No, you're like no, it's not this. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Trump 2020, bring back plastic straws. I uh, will leave you guys with this. I um, the city is very weird. You got to be careful out there. I uh, I pulled my car over the other day to get a cup of coffee, and a girl actually got into my back seat because she thought I was her Uber. I drive a Honda. It's uh, dangerous out there for Hondas. And uh, she looked at me, and I looked at her, and neither of us knew who was supposed to be scared in that situation. It's one of those kinds of things, and it turns out still gets to be the woman in this because look at my fucking beard. Jesus Christ, you got in my backseat. This is is definitely a sexual assault beard. All right, give it back up for your host. Thank you guys so much for squeezing me in. I appreciate it. Keep it going for movie star
2: Nick Scarpino. He was a featured actor guy in a documentary called Waiting for the Punchline, which you can find on roosterteeth.com. I believe it's behind a paywall, but he said that you can do a free trial sort of thing to watch it for free. I tried that, they would the free trial did not work. They ended up charging me for a couple months before I canceled. That's okay. I, I did cancel, it's okay. It's fine, it's fine. It, I don't I, I, mind giving Nick some money, he needs a haircut. <laughs> All right, we gotta keep it going because we got a lot of comedians on the lineup. Our next comedian, Cody Abe. Give it up for Cody Abe. <laughs>
6: I got, wait, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I was just like, I gotta, I was like, forgot that it was my turn. And then I had to, uh, <laughs> well yeah Nick, Nick was talking about, like, smoking weed. The last time I did anything cannabis related was uh, I took an edible after about six months of not doing weed. And that was a mistake. Huge mistake. Um. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking that it was my birthday and I wanted to go wild. But that was probably the worst slash best birthday of my life. So I um, took the edible and basically what happened is I became a time traveler. Like uh, I uh, I took the edible and I was just – I went through like the first stages of like being high. I was like, ah, maybe I should get some food. And I was just like – but like food – is like good for me and I hate myself right now so therefore I'm gonna not eat food and then I just kind of went down a rabbit hole and I was just like wait but I have thought those exact same thoughts before and then I went to go I and I started watching YouTube videos for whatever reason and I was as I was hallucinating on weed and uh, (laughs) I it was like videos that I thought I've never seen before but they were they seem like I've seen them before, and then so I was like, okay, I, I might, I'm, I'm going crazy. And then I went and watched like, uh, like, uh, like, CNN, like the news, which probably wasn't a good idea. Uh, but then like it was like it's news, right? So it's happening, like it's they're reporting what's happening. I was like, I swear I've seen this before, and that's why I don't watch the news anymore. Uh, I don't, I don't really like the news. I don't keep up with. There's way too much news nowadays, you know. Uh. Uh, it's like, there's so much news that is coming out at a rapid pace. Like if I kept up with the news, I wouldn't probably have my own news. You know, people would ask me, Hey, uh, what's, what's go- what's going on with you? What's new with you? And I'd be like, well, I just caught up with the news. And so, uh, there's that, I got that going for me, but, uh, that's about it. I mean, there's nothing else I could do right now besides keep up with the news. Uh, and that that kind of bothers me like i was actually talking to my friend once about uh like something that happened recently the the antonio brown thing anybody heard of that um nice. yeah you have jack i know you have um <laughs> how's that cookie by the way is good it's good man kind of risk but like. yeah that's why i'm not going to eat it <laughs> yeah. um but i was talking about talking to him about the antonio brown thing and then he was like dude did you know he got it was like when it first started, he was like, Did you know that he got cut by by the uh by the Raiders? And I was just like, Wow, that's interesting. And then he stopped me and he was just like, Hold on, there's new information coming about coming out about it. I was like, I was just digesting the fact that he got cut from the Ra- raiders. That's like if I were to be watching an episode of the good place and halfway through the episode they were like, Hold on, we're starting the next episode of the good place. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm just like, uh, but I haven't finished that episode yet, and they're like, "Well, you should have watched faster. You should have understood that episode a little bit better." Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also have a crush on Ted Danson. I've never seen The Good Place. Oh! I just thought that was a very popular show that I could reference.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you could do my research, or I could just use that as a punchline. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, there's like new, the news gets pretty political. I don't, I don't really like being that political. Uh, the most political thing that I do, probably, uh, but not like uh, intentionally, is like eat at Chick Fil A. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I feel so, so bad every time. You know, I love like the L G B T. Com- I love the the LGBT community. Like it's, I love. I'm sorry. I I I don't say that often. It's not like a thing that I say in everyday conversation. You can say the gays. I can't. I just said it. Okay. Um. I, I I love them. You know. I love them as like, like human beings and the fact that they also still good at some of them still good at Chick Fil A. Like that. That's like the only reason I feel like I I can is because I I've talked to like, people of that community, I'm like, dude, how do you feel about Chick-fil-A? And they're like, I still go there. And I'm just like, I know their chicken sandwiches are really good, right? <laughs> and then they're like, shh. And then they close my eyes and then fucking stab me. No, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, I, I got into an argument one time about my, about one, to, with one of my friends about about going to Chick-fil-A. I was just like, uh, I just went to Chick-fil-A today, and they're, they're like, how could you, man? Like, I, I'm very disappointed in you. And I was just like, why? Because their chicken sandwiches are so good? And he's like, no, because they support anti-LGBT uh, things. I mean, they didn't. They said things. Like, they didn't even know what the things were. And I'm just like, well, you, you do know you have an iPhone, right? And they support actual child slavery. I gave you an example there. And then they're like, well, um... And I, was, I was like, do you, "Do you even have any of their chicken sandwiches before?" And then they're like, "No." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Okay, well, I guess that's just I don't know where I'm gonna go with this." Um, there's, there might be something there. I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I started. I I used to I, I used to skateboard a lot, which is weird because I know it looks like I. Uh, look like I used to play competitive Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, but I, I used to skate a lot and I stopped for a little bit and I started again and uh, recently and it, it, it's fun except for when you fall. Uh, it's pretty embar- that's pretty embarrassing. So like I was uh, there's one time I was going really fast. I was like I just you know I, I was feeling the coolest I've ever felt in my life. Like I had just like parted ways with my friends. I'm just like, hey, I'll see you guys later. Fucking jumped on my skateboard, rode away. I turned the corner. I ate shit immediately. And a uh, guy just says, hey, dude, are you okay? And I'm just like, it happens. And then I run away. And uh, basically what I'm saying is that uh, I have a skateboard for sale. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Thank you, everybody. Woo. Yeah.
2: All right, that was Cody Abe. Cody Abe, with the uh, skateboard jokes. Uh, we're going to keep this mic going. Next up on the mic is Tushar. Tushar.
8: So, racism, good, bad, how are we feeling? That's just, that's just my ice. That, that's how my icebreaker works. Thank you. The, the other day I was, I was getting coffee, right? And uh, I'm getting coffee, and this guy goes, how'd you like your coffee, Abdul? I'm like, sir, my name is not Abdul, you know? And we don't all look the same, right? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Coffee is on the house. And I'm like, if you're gonna give me free coffee, you can call me Abdul anytime. (laughs) I do not mind, you know? Turns out Abdul is a real person, right? And his choice of drink is uh, a quad latte, so four shots of espresso. So when I was having sex later with my wife, (laughs) boy, I was pumped. You know what I mean? Like, She was like, Tushar, it feels like I'm having sex with a totally different person. And I'm like, yeah, his name is Abdul. (laughs) I I went back to the same place the next day. And this guy goes, uh, so you're Tushar, right? And I'm like, sir, my name is Abdul and we don't all look the same. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've been mean, getting a lot of free coffee. Uh, is, <laughs> it's expensive. You know, coffee is expensive. You know, the other day, uh, the, I said the same thing on stage. I said, racism, good, bad, how are we feeling, right? Somebody in the audience shouted out, good. Oh, and I had no idea how to like respond to that. Right? So I'm like, sir, I'm going to give you 15 seconds to explain yourself. right? And he goes, well, racism against black people, very bad. And I'm like, great, that's the only way to start that answer. <laughs> right? Now, I'm more curious why you think it's good. right? And I could see a blank face, because he had not thought this through. So I'm like, OK, let me help you out. I think racism against neo-Nazis, very bad. I mean, very good. <laughs> right (laughs) and he goes that's exactly what i was trying to say right and i was like yeah yeah that's uh i mean i think that like if you know someone is a neo-nazi right like someone is like that i feel like it's okay if you refuse them a job right unless like that's part of the job description in which case you got to look at the qualifications okay Like, if, you're, if, 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 if a neo-Nazi hits on you, it's okay to have sex with them as long as they're attractive. But what you gotta do, what you gotta do is five seconds before they're about to finish, just stand up and leave with the bluest balls on the planet. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is painful. My wife actually does that sometimes. Right? Like the other day, I was about to finish, and she just stopped. And I was like, what happened? And she goes, have you done the dishes? And I'm like... I haven't done the dishes, and she goes, well, if you want me to finish you off, you go finish doing the dishes, you know? And then I did the dishes and realized I didn't need to be finished anymore. Okay. Um, Great joke writing, Tushar. Well done, buddy. (laughs) No, I was thinking, like, uh, I, I, I sometimes talk about racism a lot, and I think the other day, a gentleman from the audience said, you know, get in line, brown man, and I was like, I get. It makes sense, right? I'm a new immigrant, so like I don't always get all the racial context of of the U.S. But I feel like living here in America, it feels like you're living in a chess game. Like it's a, it's a game of black and white, but the players are like Russian and Chinese because it's all controlled from the outside. Okay, what a joke! What well done, Tushar? And then once the game, the game is usually won by white because they get to make the first move, right? Um, and then they all get tacos, uh, so that's where the Mexicans are. Then they all hit a comedy show where an Indian dude is entertaining them. Okay. Thank you so much uh, for your feedback tonight. You know, I've been doing a lot of, uh, I'm an actor, um, so I do a lot of auditions. Um, and I've done three auditions in the past 12 days. And for some reason, every time I'm reading a script, I'm th- the guy I'm playing is always doing some creepy shit. Right. Like these writers need to figure out roles for Indian dudes that are not for creeps, right? Like one of the scripts I was reading uh, was a guy who was hitting on a passenger in a taxi cab. Right? Like, just voraciously hitting on a taxi cab. The second role I was reading for was a producer who offers uh, someone a role based on a sexual favor. And I was like, these roles are way better suited to white men. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, we, like, people need to start understanding that Indian men have wives. Like, we have arranged marriages. We are good, you know? The only way I am getting laid is with my wife and at a massage parlor. But that's it. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, wow. Killing it tonight, Tushar. Well done, buddy. Uh, I just like to say that to myself. Uh, you know, the other day I was, um, I was just walking and and there was a guy passing by from behind and he had a dog with him. And, and all of a sudden he shouts out, uh, you know, he was kind of old fashioned, right? He's kind of old fashioned. So he just went like, go back to where you came from, you Mexican. And I'm just like... Sir, that's racist, right? But the dog is very cute. Like the dog was very nice, right? And uh, but th- but that dog was a Chihuahua, so that was a Mexican dog, right? So I was like, sir, when I go back to Mexico, should I take him with me? Like how? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then he was like, the-, the the dog starts, you know, just taking a dump right there, and I was like, sir, you gotta pick that up, right? And uh, he goes, well, I forgot the bags. And I'm like, well, you got to get the bags. And he goes, OK, I'm going to go back home. And I'm like, yeah, you got to go back to where you came from. OK. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll leave you with this. You know, people. Uh, I'm a techie, and I know people don't always appreciate techies because people think we make too much money, um, which is true. Uh, but that being said, people don't realize that we send all this money back home to India. You know what I mean? Like, we have a billion people to feed. Right? We we send this money back to India. Anyway, great joke. I was walking, and I saw somebody had spray-painted the words, fuck techies, uh, on the floor. Right, And I'm like, that's hateful. But what if this person meant, fuck techies, because they don't get laid enough? You know what I mean? Like, what if they knew that we are totally under-fucked? Right? So I bought my own spray-paint, and now it just says, please, fuck techies. Uh, so... Okay. Thank you so much.
2: All right. That was Tushar. Tushar, everybody. Keep it going. Uh, We're going to get this train moving. we got lots of comics, so our next
7: comedian up on stage is going to be Sabrina Miller. Give it up for Sabrina. I don't know. Yeah, Tushar's last joke just goes to show you that you need to be precise with your language. Uh, When you write fuck techies. Yeah, it's, it's like you definitely wrote that. Uh, anyway, so I've, uh, I've gotten a lot of advice from other comedians in, on how to deal with hecklers, and uh, Tushar, that, your experience was quite unique. I've never heard of uh, tossing a ladder down into the hole that an audience member dug for themselves, you know? I'm pretty sure that you're not supposed to just, hey, here's a ladder, just fucking climb your way out. Um, no. You just leave them in that hole and uh, get other audience members to shit on them, I guess. Um, I'm still learning, but... <laughs> um, what's well, gonna be fun here. So I'm caught in this vicious cycle. It's, it's not the, the cycle of debt or anything like that. I'm, I'm caught in the cycle of hugs. Anyone else been caught in the cycle of hugs? I swear to God, like my first open mic, and someone goes in for the hug. I'm like, okay, I guess this is San Francisco. We hug here, so we hug, and now everybody hugs me. And I'm like, how do I opt out? How do I opt out of the hug club? How do I get out of this fucking cycle? <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just been asking myself, is there, is there such a thing as um, uh, adult onset Aspergers? <laughs> Maybe like adult onset autism? Is there? Okay, because I'm looking for a way out. Just, <laughs> I could do an act out like in Rain Man, but that would be pretty fucked up. <laughs> Remember that scene with the smoke alarm? Um, so <laughs> that would be so non-PC. All right, they... Uh, you know, I'm 40 I'm getting older and my knees and my lower back are reminding me every morning that I'm, you know, I'm 40 and as you get older, things deteriorate, you know, like your joints, it's all like Rice Krispies in the morning, snap, crackle pop and, um, you know, and uh, like your vision, your vision gets, you know, gets worse. You got to get the, uh, the bifocals and, uh, but it's not all bad. Some things do get better with age, like vocabulary. Studies have shown that your vocabulary dramatically increases. Uh, as long as you don't eat too many of Pam's edibles all the time, uh, and to t- it increases, and I'm like, oh, great. Uh, and I'm just trying to imagine my life at 60. What, what am I gonna go to a fucking mixed open mic and recite a poem about my fucked up knees? And they'd be like, oh my god, that was so eloquent. I just I just love her use of alliteration, like perspicacious, uh, precocious, and persnickety. That's gonna be fun. Just gonna recite a poem about my fucked up knees. Um, I don't like to tell jokes that reinforce gender stereotypes. You know, there are a lot of gender stereotypes out there. We know this, the stereotypes like women are better at listeners, better at multitasking, men are, men are better at fixing things, right? Men are solution oriented, they're better at fixing things. But I don't know. After my time in San Francisco, uh, men in San Francisco can't fix a flat tire worse shit. Uh, but maybe they can patch an app, but, yeah, they're not very good at fixing things. I have yet to mix, a, a, I have yet to to meet a guy who can fix my smile, you know what I'm saying? Guys, stop telling me to smile more when I'm on the bus, all right? It's like, you want to fix my smile? You really, you, you, you want me to smile more because you, you think I'll be more beautiful if, if I smile more? Then just just do this, just fix my smile this way. See? Everybody's happy. All right, I got to be careful. I'm 40. God damn. I might be reciting a poem about my f- fucked up neck here when I'm 50. Um, so I went to the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass uh, festival this, this past weekend. Hardly Strictly Bluegrass, yeah, because I'm white. I've got Irish in my blood. I have no choice. So a friend of mine met up, and we were texting beforehand, you know, coordinating, and uh, so I, I texted her. I was like, "Oh, like, are, are we still on? Do you still want to meet up?" And she's like, "Yeah." And um, then, I, then I, you know, then uh, and she texts me back, like, "Where do you want to meet up?" And then I text her back. You know, I start texting uh, "Golden Gate Park," right? And uh, I don't, I don't even, I don't even get past the, the letters G O L before it fucking autocorrects to Golden Gate Bridge. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And so I'm like, you know, I backspace, you know, and then I start, I start typing in, you know, park and I, you know, I type in letter P, letter A, and then it just autocorrects to Paxel, And I'm like, what the fuck? Is my phone trying to do an intervention here? It's autocorrect depression questionnaire. It's like, how many times in the past two weeks has your phone <laughs> autocorrected to Paxil? Um, I'm trying this stuff out friend of mine, she says I'm not spontaneous enough. She says, like, every time we hang out, like, we just do the same old things. And she's like, yeah, you should be more spontaneous, you know, like, if you, you know, if you want a boyfriend, you want to be be more spontaneous. And I'm like, like, I'm spontaneous. Like, don't tell me I'm not spontaneous. Like, I'm spontaneous. Just the other day, I spontaneously fixed a flat tire. I spontaneously fixed a flat tire because I'm defying gender stereotypes here. Um, God damn it. I'm spontaneous. I sneeze all the time. Come on. So I got a new New Year's resolution. It is to be more spontaneous. So right now I'm developing a plan to be more spontaneous. I I like that irony personally. Um, Trust exercises. Anyone, Anyone ever been to one of those team building exercises where you have um, where you'd like you do the trust exercise where you like fall back and somebody catches you. You ever done that stupid shit, though? I, I don't know like what it is about me. Like I have this trusting way about me Like people like always gravitate towards me to do the trust exercise, you know, they always want to do the trust exercise with me and uh, Yeah, it's like the last time I was at a Greyhound bus station fucking someone wanted me to watch their bags I'm like, I don't want to do this trust exercise. Don't put this don't put this on me god damn it I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna do a trust exercise here in a, in a second, the ultimate trust exercise. I'm gonna eat that cookie. And I'm just gonna trust Pam 100% that there's no THC in it. All right, I'm gonna do a trust exercise right now. Thanks. <laughs> All right, that was Sabrina Miller. Sabrina Miller,
2: she's gonna eat a cookie. <laughs> Let's watch. Let's wait and see what happens. Uh, next on the mic is Stephen Asifo. Oh, let's pretend that didn't happen. Stephen Asifo.
9: You get it. You saw that happen, right? I know. So I, I, I'll explain. I want. I want to I dwell on this. I, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm definitely. He's leaving the room. I was next, and since there's only two black guys in here, you told the other black guy, "Hey, you're up next." I did. I looked at him here, he and <laughs> he came up and said, "Oh, you're actually." There's not too many of us, man. Um, but thanks, dude. Uh, what I did want to talk about, though, is um, uh, as as one of the only few black guys, I, I'll just do all my my set in black jokes over here. Is uh, uh, I'm, I I like to be a forward thinker. You know, I I think we should always be thinking about, like, what's happening next, which is why I I don't like Seattle, um, because I couldn't find a black barbershop. You know about this, right? Uh, And and what I get is, like, all right, I get it. You know, Stephen, there's no black guys in Seattle. You know, my problem is that they're not trying to accommodate any future black guys in Seattle. Like, that was my whole thing. Like, there wasn't that many white people in Oakland before, but if you build a Whole Foods, they will come. Like, that's how that part works. You know, it's very simple. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know why else, you know, there'd be black people out there, not for hikes. I know that's what Seattle's known for, but I mean, fun fact, black people do not like outdoors like that. Um... Especially hiking, uh, black people. One one thing about that is they like to have directions. They, they like to be told where the fuck things happen. Last time we just went on a big adventure, didn't know where we were going. That ended up well for us. It didn't go well uh, for us at all. Uh, so now we only go to places where you can have a legit address. We're going to the store. We're going to a fucking uh, mall. We're going to somewhere else. We're not going on long walks to nowhere. That is not uh, what I what I recommend for anybody to do. Um, but um, one other thing that I, I do think is interesting is how people people interact at strip clubs. I think that is something that I'm learning more about because I have a friend who clearly didn't know how strip clubs work. Because when we got in there, uh, the first thing he did was he pulled a strip to the side and said, "Hey, just want to tell you, you're beautiful." Said, what the fuck are you doing? Right? Like it's she gets paid in fucking currency, not compliments. If you want to pay her in compliments. She wouldn 't be here. she would have a great relationship with her family. Um, that was two years too late, too many years too late. Uh, and then he, he'd say, "Well, hey, look, why, why don't we have a chance to just talk to him and, and say what we want to say, have an open dialogue And that was because she 's naked uh, there like there's three art of articles of clothing that have uh, that have passed where that action could have happened. but I, I kind of gave him a pass I didn 't give him too much of a hard time because he 's also the guy to you know watch uh, the backstory to porn, like the whole intro, you know, like yeah, she can deep throw, but like, what about her relationship with her mom? Was he always a mailman? No, uh, I'm not any, I'm not any better, like, cause I'm cheap, and uh, some people, you know, well, I mean, in a, in a lot of places in the world, currency is backed by like gold or some other shit like that. Uh, in my life, currency is backed by the dollar menu at McDonald's so one dollar is you know four piece mcnuggets like that's how i equate the shit in my mind uh you know you guys may see a lone five dollar bill andrew jackson i mean that's not andrew jackson at all abraham lincoln uh boom tipping right there and um that just bought me another five minutes uh some people just see a five dollar bill i see four piece mcnuggets small fries sweet tea and two apple pies Two for one, baby. Like that's a that's dinner to me. So I was really sad every time I had to throw a dollar out because I was like, this is I'm feeding the whole fucking community with these dollars. I didn't actually throw that many. Um, I threw enough to fe- to feed like a, a small family, like like two. Like if everybody just shared like the large fry. That part's not on the dollar menu there. All right, fuck that one. Uh, okay, I, I don't have uh, I don't have a dog. I think having a dog would be annoying because uh, if I had a dog, I feel like everyone comes up and asks the same questions. You know, like what kind of dog is it? Um, you know. How old is it? You know, why do you let it lick peanut butter off you? Random shit like that. Like, I would just get, like, a pamphlet, a frequently asked question, just hand that shit out to people if I had a dog and just walk around with that so then people can just read off those. That wasn't funny either, but in conversation it worked out, so just making a mental note of that. Um, Another thing that I think people should be more conscious about is why at weddings do people decide that you should be wasting time. All right, that's not what I wanted to talk about.
8: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh,
9: Okay, so um, another thing is that uh, I don't know if anybody else, they spent their life growing up being told how black they were by white people. No, just me. Uh, So I I did go to, like, a predominantly white school growing up. Yeah, Jack understands. Uh, I I did go to a predominantly white school growing up, and... uh, That made some interesting identity issues for myself because there was one distinct moment where they told me the mixed kid was more black than me because he could dance like Usher. Um, And then I proceeded to go home and spend that entire summer learning to dance to Yale, um, which was Usher's breakout hit at the time. And (laughs) that fucked my whole because now my whole barometer of blackness is matched to Usher, which shouldn't be the case at all, you know, cause there's definitely levels to being black. There's levels to being black that people say, and you know, on one side, you're know, like Louis Farrakhan on the other side, you're like Cleveland from Family Guy. You know, I'm somewhere in the middle, like Marlon Wayans, but in the white chicks, um, you know, uh, and, but like the, the, the level of your blackness matters. So people say like, why does it matter? It matters because, you know, you want to be able to use your black card, you know, there's certain shit that you could do when you're black that other people can't do. You know, there's a lot of certain shit that you can get by. I don't have an example right now, but I should write one in. This is moment, note to self. Um, But yeah, no, like for example, there's you can have your, if if a black card didn't matter so much, black people wouldn't be trying to revoke the other people's black card so often. Like when Kanye West wore a MAGA hat, everyone said, yo dog, you lost your black card, man. You can't hang out with us. But then he said, I want to do a concert at Howard, a historically black university, welcomed him back. I don't know what, happened there that fucked my whole mind up because the black card has a customer service that is not too friendly uh i called i know that um because uh so i my girlfriend is white i went to all white schools growing up like i'm on thin ice all the fucking time so I, i've had i've been on plenty of calls with customer service and um the one thing that uh, they said well all right the reason why i called is because i said mayonnaise isn't that bad and that all right, another time then. Thank you guys very much. My name is Jerome Watson and... Come on. <laughs> Sitting
3: around after the Sunday best.
2: Give it up for Steven Asifo. <laughs>
3: oh
2: my God, give it up for Steven Asifo, guys. What's wrong, what's wrong? Everyone, y'all you shit your pants? I know I fucked up. All right, I'm gonna cop out, cop to it. I, I fucked up. I called. I looked at the wrong person. I thought he was. Too, uh, it's a big, horrible thing I did. I'm really. I'm honestly really sorry about of you. Hope, please. Please don't. I know. Just, just please, nobody punch me, because Matthew Quirk is not here. Uh, I I do I do feel I do, I do feel legitimately bad. I that's. Horrible thing to do. And no sunflower
9: seeds.
2: No sunflower seeds. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that awkwardness. Uh, don't forget to donate to Mutiny Radio, 2 to $5. <laughs> or uh, tag yourself, tag in, uh, Mutiny Radio on Instagram, Mutiny Radio at, S- Mutiny Radio SF, uh, if you want to get some time on the stage. Uh, our next up, our uh, next meeting is going to be back here tonight for our, Show Me Your Tens Showcase, I'm also hosting. His name is Kelly Evans. Give it up.
10: Thank you, everybody. Money in the container. All right. Uh, Make some noise if you're an 80s baby. That is very sad. That is, holy shit, that is the worst response. Hey, I got it. Be proud that we're slowly dying. Um, Anyway, that's not the point. The point is maybe you've seen the legendary movie Back to the Future. Yeah, Back to the Future. what you, what the, stop it. Yeah, fantastic. You've seen it. So, uh, you know, it's about a, a story about a boy uh, whose best friend is an older man and whose mom tries to fuck him. That is, <laughs> that's a major plot point in that movie. That movie sucks. Why do we like that movie? Just because Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's now doesn't mean we have to like it. Okay, that's. I'm just saying, man. Like, all family-friendly movies in the 80s suck. They were all horrible. Like, Splash has Tom Hanks fuck a mermaid. Howard the Duck has a duck fuck a person. And I'm 90% sure E.T. at least fingered that kid. Like, 90%. (laughs) Pretty close. All right? I'm just saying what the whole finger deal. Anyway. But, of course, they all sucked, man, because everybody was on so much blow. There was so much cocaine in Hollywood. It was ridiculous. I'm eight, Like, 80% of uh, Columbia's economy was financed by the cocaine budget for, I don't know, Howard the Duck, probably. I'm figuring out another movie there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, everybody was. The producers, the directors. Even the best boy was on cocaine. He was our best boy. That's for those of you who read movie credits, I guess no, that's not a really, there we go. We got one guy who actually knows what a best boy is. Do you know what a best boy is? I the best boy. You were, no, you were not. You were not. The first to the got it. You were the worst best Whoa. boy. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the point is, everybody was on blow, right? So every 80s movie, most of the TV shows for kids suck too, like Master of the Universe, He-Man, you know, He-Man, Master of the Universe. Like, how the fuck did that get passed? Like, what the, I just imagine the conversation that day in the office, like, so we got this this Amish looking guy, right? And we're gonna take his clothes off, he's gonna be wearing a leather harness, it's gonna be fucking hot. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he'll ride a tiger. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna make fucking money, man! Jesus! the fuck? It's like, how much cocaine does it take to make that sound like a good idea? Eight grams, it's eight grams. (laughs) On the dot. (laughs) Thundercats. The main character's name is Lion-O. How fucking original. We'll put an O on the end of Lion! Real impressive creative process there, Jesus Christ. He also just wore a fucking Speedo. Like, I don't know what is our obsession with... Anyway, yeah. Uh, I uh, Since I started comedy, people keep, people keep referring to me as the handsome comic. Hey, yeah, which just... It, it tells you a lot about the beauty standards in comedy, right? Not high, is the point. Uh, and also, handsome isn't really as much of a compliment as you think it is. Like, handsome is not the same as hot, all right? Handsome is attractive for the Great Depression. That's what handsome is, all right? This was the Dust Bowl. I'd be hitting it up. You know what I mean? Just because you, all you had to do was look healthy. You know, like, you look like you ate this week. All right. Fuckable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone actually told me I look like John Ham's cousin. Uh which if you know anything about cousins, uh, they look nothing like the person. That is not And at best they are the uglier version. That is Okay, that was a sad one. All right. Well. Let's stick to the first one. Um I uh I have depression. Uh, not right now. I mean, I obviously. Uh not crying uh but i do i'm assuming like a lot of comics do a lot of people in comedy can relate to this but still like when i see people that are happy like it makes me happy like i like to see somebody enjoying their life and i was driving the other day this guy's walking down the sidewalk grinning from ear to ear and i'm like fucking great for that guy you know like i don't know what's going on in his life but he's happy about it and i love to see that that's possible but also fuck that guy you know Fuck that guy and his happiness. All right. Like, why are you showing off? You know, I'm not doing it. You dick. You know, but now I know that's like, that's a petty thought. Right. So I'm like, I should just be better. I'm going to think about being better and like not having those thoughts. Uh, but I just want to trip him. You know, like just see the look on his face as he's falling. Like, why does this man do this? Oh. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. No. Okay. You're not shading fraud. Anybody into that? Cool. People's downfall. I'm down for it. I should be better though, I should. I need to be better about a lot of things. I eat a lot of fast food, that is like my entire diet, you know, a lot of people have cheat days, I just have days, (laughs) that's just, (laughs) that's just it. And uh, the thing about like eating fast food in San Francisco is like you really gotta go and the extra mile to get it, you know, there are not, there are like five places in the city when you walk in, they're extra mean to you. <laughs> they're like, I actually ordered six tacos the other day. And this woman was like six tacos. Ugh. Ugh. what the fuck lady? Like, I think it's a little unfair that you're judging me for my taco consumption, considering you're the one selling me the tacos at Taco Bell. All right. There's plenty of other places to work in the city. You could have got another job. And God forbid you got to go to the fucking bathroom in this place. I mean, have you been to the bathroom in Taco Bell recently? It's an experience. First of all, there are so many levels of security. Why are there? What are they protecting? All right? Like, I need to know (laughs) what is in there. You got to go to the counter to get a key and it's attached to some ridiculous utensil like a three-foot ladle. I don't know why. You got to drag that across the floor to get to the door. And then there's a passcode and you put the passcode in and now you got to download an app. And the app requires you to open three scrolls, which each have a riddle. And now you have to answer a riddle and then go on an adventure with a wizard and seven dwarves into the Mordor and drop a ring into a volcano. And then you get back and there's a troll and you wants your firstborn. You're like, fuck it, man. I'm crowning. Just take Junior. I don't want him anymore anyway. And you get in and it's just another door. To another bathroom. Anyway, I pooped in the parking lot, is my point. (laughs) Thank you very much. That's my time.
2: Okay, keep it going for Kelly Evans with the cocaine jokes. (laughs) Uh, Our next comedian on the stage is going to be Rob Edwards. Rob Edwards, please come to the stage. (laughs)
11: What's up? Rob Edwards, and for the host, the black guy not named Steve. Yeah, <laughs> just fuck it with you, man. All right, so you know, I don't want to be the the angry black man who comes on stage all the time talking about the white devil. I don't want to be that guy, but there's just so much material. <laughs> I mean, my God, I just I watch the news like I've seen this bitch in Texas, the 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 police officer who shot the black dude and whatever, all that all that good shit. Yeah, you know it's. It's worse if she was a police officer because you think you would be able to assess the situation. You know what I mean? Like, You know, you see a black man armed to the teeth with a bowl of ice cream. Like, what, you be, <laughs> this bitch lactose intolerant? What the fuck is wrong with you? How does that happen? It's ex- that's the exact opposite of what's supposed to happen. That's like if you went to the ATM and the machine robbed you at gunpoint. So fucking, it's a Decepticon. What the fuck? Like, I don't know and what happened to her. You know, uh, did she get life in prison, ostracized? No, she, she got 10 years. Probably Parole in Five, and hugs. Lots and lots of hugs. I I didn't know if I was watching a murder trial or an episode of Barney the Purple Dinosaur. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I love you, you love me. This bitch killed a man. What the fuck are y'all doing? I'd be lucky if I got a spirited high five or a a, a wave goodbye if I did some shit like that. It's bullshit, bro. Bullshit. I don't know, they let her use the... The excuse that she thought she was in her own house, in her own crib, or some shit like that. And I don't, I don't get how you do that. Like, wouldn't you notice some shit? Like, you know, how did my couch move across the room and change color? How the fuck did that happen? I wonder why they called this furniture set the chameleon. I didn't know. I, they should have explained that shit to me. Technology these days gets you in trouble. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe she was stressed out. She didn't notice the shit. You know, life is hard. I can't. It's hard for everyone. I, I can't speak on how hard it is for a white woman in America. I can only speak as a black man. But I can tell you, I've never been so stressed that I couldn't easily recognize my own living room. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never been anywhere looking at the bills. Oh shit, man, I gotta pay the bills, I ain't got the money for it. I gotta pay the rent. Oh shit, when did they change the name of the building? When the fuck did that happen? I think they would've gave me a heads up about that shit. Oh, shit, I gotta pay the, the car insurance. I thought I had Geico, when did I fucking get State Farm? Uh, Well, fuck it, nigga, well, you know, I got insurance on my insurance, can't be too careful out here, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Gotta pay the cable? Nigga, I ain't even got a TV, where the fuck am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I maybe, you know, got stressed out, got lost, who hasn't been stressed out, got lost in their building, and took a shit in your kitchen? You know what I mean, like, who, who hasn't done that? Everybody gets lost in the building where they've lived for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just happens, right? Benefit of the doubt. I don't know, maybe they went to the same Ikea sale, bought the same fucking furniture, put it in the exact same spot. Very unlikely, but it might have happened. Who knows? You know what I mean? I don't know, and you may maybe she could have noticed some pictures on the wall, the guy was black, pro- all his friends were black, you know? <laughs> Maybe you know. Uh, you know, I'm not saying she doesn't have black family or black friends, but you know, based on how she reacts to this nigga, she probably scared of her own shadow. I don't know how the fuck. Uh, you know what I mean? Ooh, gentrification joke. What happens on Groundhog Day when a white woman isn't scared of her shadow? What? What? A yoga studio appears and the rent goes up five percent. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know why motherfuckers' imaginations can just run wild when it comes to people like me dying. It's fucked up, you know? Like, oh, I thought I was in my own place. Oh, I thought he had a gun. Oh, I didn't know a chokehold would stop him from breathing. Oh, I thought he could dodge bullets like Neo off the Matrix. I didn't, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Shit's fucked up. I don't know. We just gotta we gotta look at what's inspiring police to be police, right? We gotta gotta really look at this shit, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like the energy, the theme song to the show, Cops Give Off. You know what I mean? Any of y'all ever heard that theme song? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Like, that shit is entirely too aggressive. Why the fuck is the battery in their back for? You know what I mean? Who you think they coming for? You when you're shopping at the farmer's market? No, no, it's me, you know what I mean? On the side of police cars, it says "to protect and serve," not "we're coming for you." Like that shit is no. It's fucked up, man. Gotta look at the movies. Any of y'all ever seen uh, what's that movie with uh Mel Gibson and uh the black dude, It's policeman? Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Never mind the name of the movie. Forget that. But fucking. Oh, by the way, this is completely unrelated to my point. This is before Mel Gibson's infamous, uh, I hope you get raped by a pack of niggas phone call. Wow. <laughs> With, you know, you, yeah, yeah, he had a whole oh, phone call. Yeah. What was it to his daughter or some shit? Or I don't even remember who it was to. His, his wife his wife. Yeah. He's
12: talking to his ex-wife. His <laughs>
11: ex-wife. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to harbor a lot of hate in your heart to tell someone you hope they run into Four to seven Bill Cosby's. That's fucked up. You know what I mean? That's a lot of koi lace pudding pops. You don't want to wish that on anybody. You know, but you know, in that movie, did you like me or no? Yeah, woman. Uh, I can't finish that whole shit. What else I got? What else I got? Uh, quick jokes, quick jokes. Ah, uh, fuck it. All right, it's all my time. Appreciate it. <laughs>
2: All right, that was Rob Edwards. Give it up for Rob Edwards, please. Rob Edwards. And don't forget, Bad Boys for Life in theaters 2020. The long-awaited third entry to Bad Boys 1 and 2. Uh, Next on the mic is Michael Satumba. Give it up for Michael Satumba. You're
11: next. Woo.
13: What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Saturday. What do you guys do normally on a Saturday? No. This. This is good too. This is awesome. You know, Where, there's nothing to complain about. But um, you guys hear? You guys watch hockey? No. Or like in the old times, like um the '80s or. The 70s, there was this player, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Um, <laughs> sorry if I offended anyone, sorry. <laughs> Did not mean to do that. Um, there was this player, this hockey player named Wayne Gretzky, uh, and he had this quote. He was the greatest hockey player of all time according to the his- history books, and he has this quote. Uh, he said, you miss all the shots you don't take, right? Um, and I don't know this is a nice quote, but I don't know how it's really practical in our lives. Like I've never played hockey. You guys play hockey? No. No, not really. Yeah. So it applies to you only you. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, that's well, maybe. But I played um I played basketball when I was younger and I started playing basketball in uh seventh grade of um school and I was in Louisiana. Uh, And there was like a lot of black people, you know, and I didn't know how to compete with like everyone there But I tried out anyways and I didn't make it, you know, I was like fuck I was really sad for a while, but I told myself like I'm gonna practice every day until eighth grade tryouts practice 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 dribble 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 You know rain or shine or lightning or thunder or lightning and thunder, you know, I didn't really give a fuck I was out there playing and (laughs) um, Like a year later I could like bounce a ball between my legs and I could like finish with my layup, my right hand. I'm left-handed, so that was my non-dominant hand. So I, after all that, you know, eighth-grade tries came along, and I tried out for my eighth-grade team. And you know, I bounced, between, bounced the ball between my legs. I think I did pretty good. And then there was just this. There was this list outside of the coach's door the next day, and I was trying to find my name like Michael Jordan, Michael Smith, Michael Bryant. Couldn't find Michael Satumba. I just, I just didn't make it. Um, but that didn't stop me. I kept playing all through high school uh, you know you miss all the shots you don't take right and my mom would always get mad at me because I would be always late to the family dinners and I was always tell her like to just chill because like I'm getting my shots at mom just like chill the fuck out like I'm gonna try out this year I'm gonna make it just watch and she'd like she'd be always mad at me but you know that's what moms do. Um, but those senior year trials came along, and you know I've been four years of high school, always tried out, but I never made it, you know, because I was just I was just that bad. But <laughs> um, I told my mom it would be all justified if I make the team, and I tried out, and I didn't even make JV. So my mom, my mom was really mad at me. Um, but yeah, that was. I'm still proud of that moment. Um, I tried. One thing I wasn't really proud of in high school was I didn't really talk to a lot of girls. I got friends on Ella. Hey, relatable? Is that relatable to anyone? No, just me. <laughs> well, I I didn't really have a lot of uh, girls in high school because I was I just couldn't talk with my dick, you know. But, um. Anyways, the point of that story is, you know, I took a lot of shots. I didn't take a lot of shots in high school with girls. The only shots I took were basketball shots, and they all missed. Um, so that quote doesn't apply. Uh, and and what are, what are your plans this this Saturday? I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. What are do you? Got? Let's get
7: some. <laughs> you <take> some shots? <laughs> I'm down to take some shots.
13: I just turned twenty one, so I'm down. Um, I just want to ask, because I'm, I'm struggling with my writing process. How do you guys write? Like, what's your writing process like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, then. Thank you guys for your advice. Thank you.
6: Yeah.
2: Okay, give it up for Michael Satumba. Michael Satumba asking for writing advice on an open mic. <laughs> oh boy alright we're gonna keep it going let's keep the energy up for Jack Ferguson please Jack Ferguson give it up
12: fuck yeah guys fuck yeah Mark Neuer let's go baby happy mental health awareness day I thought it was two days ago but I'm crazy so it turns out it was wrong you know I am bipolar, so this is my fucking day, everyone! Clap for me! No, that's fine. you didn't have to clap for me. I was being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I am bipolar, and sometimes when I tell people that, they don't believe me. They're like, really? You're, you're mentally unstable? You don't look crazy. It's like, bro, I don't have fucking leprosy. It's a mental illness, you know? Like, what do you expect, all of us just paint our face like the Joker the moment we're diagnosed? No, we look we look the same as you guys do, you know? It's the way we act that's different. And sometimes not even that. And they're like, no, I've known you for a while, man. You don't act crazy. You don't act that crazy. I know a bunch of people who are way crazier than you. And that's actually offensive, too. That's like if I came out as gay and they're like, you're not gay. I know a bunch of people who are way fruitier than you are. Like, you can't, you're not, <laughs> you have, those guys are gay, you're, you, all right. Um, I'm half Jewish, too, I'm half Jewish. Uh, and I think that's kind of ironic, because, you know, I'm half Jewish, but I do look like a Nazi, right? Like, I, I look like I hate the Jews, uh, I look like I hate myself, uh, and I do, but the... The thing about being half Jewish is, uh, like, I grew up reading the Torah a lot, but because I was half Jewish, I called it the Old Testament. Uh, And you could tell the Old Testament's written by Jewish people because the whole thing sounds like a really bad Yelp review of vacation. You know, just, we walked for 40 years in the desert, and then it rained. The whole time we were there, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. I swear to God, there was one woman, I don't know how to describe her. I don't know, she was just, she was a pillar of salt. That's all I can say. (laughs) They kept promising us that we would get there to this land, but then there were reasons why we couldn't. The tour guide was this horrible man, and he all he gave us to eat was bread that was unleavened. So, (laughs) it's very, I should do that at a, at a synagogue, I think that would kill there, um, or maybe a neo-Nazi rally. I don't know <laughs> where it would do better. I think I could fit in in both places. Um, I, I used to have a girlfriend, and then uh, I killed her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, she she broke up with me, and that's why I killed no, her. <laughs> uh, she broke up with me. She broke up with me because uh, we were kind of sexually incompatible. Like, she liked to have sex in the morning, and I like to sleep in the morning, you know, like, because I'm tired then, right? And so we made a deal. I don't know if you've ever made a deal like this, Rob, where uh, we could have sex in the morning when we had sex, but I got to just lie on my back and do nothing. And uh, sometimes, because it was the morning, and I'm tired in the morning, I uh, would actually fall asleep while we were having sex. And uh maybe if we were in a position certain some, certain positions you wouldn't notice that, right? Cuz you every guy in here knows this, you can be erect while you're asleep. Uh and I'm just that good too, you know. I can, I can I can I can do it in my sleep. Uh But if you guys think having a wet dream is weird, try having just like a regular dream while someone's fucking you. <laughs> like you're falling out of an airplane, the ground's rushing up towards you, and you're getting closer and closer. Your heart's beating faster and faster and right before you hit the ground. you have an orgasm <laughs> like <laughs> you wake up like this, and she doesn't know you were asleep, so she just thinks that she gave it to you that good you know? <laughs> yeah, you've had that experience before, right? <laughs> no, yeah. okay, well um. I, I saw recently that there was a cruise ship. It was an Iceland cruise ship. They went to Iceland, and there was a mutiny on the cruise ship. The passengers rebelled against the crew and took control of the cruise ship, which is hilarious because you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean, and the people who were rebelling were a bun- like 3,000 obese people from America, they don't know how to steer a cruise ship. They just wrested control away from the only people who know how to take them to safety, you know? And the reason they were rebelling, I wrote down the, the official statement that the cruise ship said, it says we they couldn't go to certain places because of weather. And uh, the cruise people said, we understand that it is disheartening that we are unable to dock at certain ports. But we ask our customers to understand that extreme weather is an act of God and cannot be controlled. And I don't know if that satisfied them. <laughs> They're right, though. It's like, you can't fucking rebel on a cruise because Iceland has a hailstorm, you know? You don't want to go there if that's happening. They were protecting you from inclement weather. All right. I guess not. Um... I was at a cafe the other day and someone was like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. Can you watch my computer? It's a pretty regular thing, right? You tell people, someone to watch your computer. And I was like, yeah, sure, man, I'll watch your computer. But in my head, I knew like if a criminal came and tried to steal this guy's computer, I wasn't going to fight the criminal. Like I'm not going to be Batman because this person I don't know at a cafe is going to the bathroom. So they came back, and they were like, hey, where'd my computer go? And I was like, I watched it for you. I watched it get stolen. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night.
4: Give
2: it up for Jack Ferguson. Jack Ferguson has no idea why the bread was unleavened. Well, they, in a, they were in a hurry, right? It was Exodus. They were, they, they were in a hurry. That's why the bread was unleavened. They couldn't wait for it. I don't know. Jeez. It, bro. I am. <laughs> thank, thank you, everyone. Thank. Well, I'm glad you guys can agree on something. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to see, nice everyone uniting against me. Ah, <laughs> uh, like a hundred comics have come through. We have two comics left. Our next comic on the stage is a regular here at Mutiny Radio.
14: His name is Mark Neuer. Yeah. Clap for Mark Neuer. felt like Bible studying here for a second. That was crazy. I was having flashbacks and PTSD and shit. My dick started tingling. It was fucked up. My ass cheeks started hurting. It was weird. It was really weird. It was really something special. Uh, what happened to iHeart boobies bracelets? Did we just stop caring about tits? Did we just stop caring about breast cancer? We're done with that. Okay. I guess. Uh, I guess that was just a fact. I guess there wasn't. There was no punchline there. Good. Moving on. I, I, autism. I know it's this mental f- uh, fucked up day or whatever, uh, <laughs> but I I know there's uh, there's also like autism awareness day and like there's breast cancer awareness day. The I heart boobies bracelets. Are you, are you you're too, too old for that, right? No, <laughs> for breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, you've like outgrown breast cancer, right no, <laughs> now. I heart boobies. No, the the brand I heart boobies. Yeah. The bracelets, the little jelly bracelets. Fucking. (laughs) I used to use those as cock rings. Anyways, listen, so. um, I'm just waiting for like the I heart autistic kids bracelets, you know, like Uh, I just I heart retards. I just can't wait for like the shirts. I heart retards. I think that's my new shirt. That's going to be my merch is I heart retards. Uh That's. (laughs) Cool. Wrote that while I was taking a shit. I got, a, uh, I got a ticket, uh, my car, which is great. Got a lot of them actually. This is an old joke, car's gone, got towed. Anyways, <laughs> I got a parking ticket and uh, I wanted to protest or whatever, contest. I wanted to tell them they fucked up is what I wanted to tell them. And I called the number and it said, thank you for calling SFPD, Parking Enforcement Customer Service. Hold on, I'm not a fucking customer. Do you know the balls that San Francisco has to have to call me a fucking customer right now? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm too angry. We're moving on. I went to the doctors recently, and uh, I was honest with my doctor. I came forward. He asked me a question. I said, yes, I do smoke cigarettes. Uh, Don't ever make that mistake. Don't ever tell your doctor the truth. He's just going to prescribe you nicotine patches, which no matter how many of them you tape to your testicles, it doesn't matter <laughs> how many you shove in your asshole. It's not like smoking a cigarette. It's just not. And then he's like, oh, you don't like the patches? I'm like, I, no, I don't like the fucking patches. Well, how about the gum? I've, well, I've never tried the gum. Well, let's give you some fucking gum. He shoves on this fucking gum down my throat, and now I'm shitting Perfusion, I just, out of my asshole, just shit all day. I wish that there was like something, like it was like a like an extract that they could just like put inside a thing. And it like, it, maybe it was just like, it, it's like a, it just, is nicotine. And maybe it has like some flavor. It's like a juice. You could like vaporize it. And they could like prescribe it to you. But that's just like too crazy. I think that would be like, it's so good it, had, it would be illegal. Because it's illegal to vape in 2019 and if we could just give that to smokers instead of playing games with these fucking lobbyists maybe we would get somewhere with this fucking nicotine gum that makes me have really violent diarrhea <laughs> is basically what I'm saying I really want a cigarette I really do I got this jewel this little jewel Jimmy Jangler right here it's fucking cool you smoke cigarettes <sighs> yeah don't. I smoke so many cigarettes, my fingers are actually turning yellow from the nicotine stains. So when I run out of cigarettes, I just like gum my fingers as if it's cocaine to get the nicotine withdrawal like just to calm down a little bit. I smoke so many cigarettes, my loogies are so thick and chunky, I can chew them up and swallow them for nutrients and calories. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, there's another one of those cigarette jokes, but I can't think of it. Oh, this one. Uh, you ever get the question, what would you suck a dick for? Uh, it wasn't necessarily to you, but I was looking at you in your soul. I'm sorry about that. You ever get that question, what would you suck a dick for? I get that, I've gotten that question a lot. I, I would suck a dick for a pack of cigarettes and a ride to work, and I don't even have a job, so you just catch me sucking dick, you know? <laughs> just sucking dick and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. You know, I'd suck a dick for a pack of cigarettes and some gas money. Guess what? Don't have a car. You just catch me on Bart just sucking dick. I'm right there on the muni just chugging cock. Walking down the street just jerking fucking dudes. Yeah. Um, Moral of that story is I suck dick. Which for some reason is like inherently funny with a bunch of dudes. Chicks don't find that funny. They just find it hot. I don't know what that they're weird. I have a new puppy. Her name's Bean. Cool. Uh I keep Bean in my room like for most of the day because I'm a sadistic piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, because I have a job. I have two jobs now. So she's like in my room constantly. Constantly. When I get home, she's like she like is just a ball of energy. She like she acts like a fucking housefly. Like that's how she acts, is like a housefly. And I was wondering how do house flies act any differently or are they any different from wild flies they're just the same thing they're just all flies and they're all terrible and they're all fucking gross you know save the bees right fuck no bees are just different colored flies with weapons (laughs) fuck the bees (laughs) thank you thank you pam looks like she's like supporting like a retard right now in the back like
3: (laughs) good job good job mark Good,
14: good job. You did it. You good boy. You're such a good little housefly. All right, Uh, I'm gonna go jerk off.
2: Mark Neuer, get up for Mark Neuer. Said he was gonna jerk off and tried to touch my hand. That made me feel creepy. I'm not a penis. Thank you. <laughs> That's fine. We all look like Venuses. Hey, we got one last comic on this coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to close out the, sh- yeah, and you the right now. You good? Yeah. We're going to close out the show with Alessandra Angel.
1: Hi, guys. So, um, I'm another single person, by the way. Um, kind of... Uh, it's OK, kind of sick. I'm sick of hearing people that says, being sing- women who are single are better day off because all they need is their tools, their toys. I'm like, bitch, you sounds like one of those vegans that wants to be vegan, but they keep buying all those substitute products, like substitute meat. You know, I'm like, look, as far as being single, I don't like silicone. I like real meat. <laughs> you know, I swear to God. And so. Um, I also miss being in love, all the good stuff, you know? I miss also the best stuff, like admitting that he's an asshole, and, um, and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Anybody single here? All of us, almost? Well, that, that's good, because I was in another show and nobody was single. I was like, fuck, I'm the only bitch here that's single. All right, there was only three guys anyway, and they did not admit it. So, but I'm really designed single because um, I am a single mom, or a single child, and I live in San Francisco. So that's pretty single, right? Um, And I actually like it. I don't know if I actually do it for a, like a thing like protective mechanisms that I like it, but then I realize when guys ask, oh, can I sleep at your house? I'm like, no, 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 that will break my single record. You know, because when it comes to sleeping together, I hate being with someone. You know, I, I sleep like a crucifix. And I'm like, fuck that, you know, when guys sl- takes the whole bed space, and I take the whole bed space, and we end up kicking each other all night long, and I'm like, okay, as long as it goes down to fucking all night long, that might be fun, but kicking all night long, that's really fucked up. Because you see, there's no bed size that really can supply peace of mind for me. You know, this king, California king, I'm like, no, did you ever even seen a California king from California? I've never even met this bitch. But, um, No, I need like the emperor size. Or maybe like something like the supreme leader size. Yeah, that's the bed I need. I need a bed that in the morning you gotta text each other and be like, hey bitch, are you still in bed? I'm like, fuck you, you just woke me up. Where are you? Oh yeah, I see you. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, that's the bed I need. You know, now you can better understand why I really don't have a relationship. It's because I have this fixation for extremely large elites name, uh, bed size, you know, those really like emperor. Anyway, uh, I don't even know how it is to be with someone anymore. I don't know if couples still do the same thing they used to do back in my day, you know, when I was young. You know, if they still cook together, go to the movie together, you know, when they have to fuck, they might have to book each other's online right now through an app called Fucked Up. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know. I don't know, you know? Um, and dating online, oh, that's something I'm really bad at, and so bad. I mean, kudos to all of you that date online. I can't date online. I'm like, uh, you know, I remember the day when people go to parties or coffee shop to get laid. Now they go to coffee shop to get bored in front of a fucking computer doing online dating. I'm like, fuck that. And uh, yeah, and what is all those things people say online? Like, uh, hey, I need a partner in crime. I'm like, dude. What do you mean? Because I'm Italian. I'm like, what do you mean? You need someone like uh, to bank robber, money laundering, like some fucking like um, embezzlement, impersonating a police officer. What do you need? Uh, What? uh, What? What? Because I already had someone that want to be my partner in crime. And this guy is now serving time in the New York State Federal Penitentiary. And that was my fucking ex-husband. So fuck him. And I don't need a partner in crime. I just need a partner. Or maybe just a crime. But uh, anyway, um, um, yeah. My mom called me the other day. She's like, uh, Are you seeing anyone? I uh, like your mama. What do you mean? Yeah, because she's very sweet. She still does not lost hope with me. I'm like, uh, yeah, mom, I see a lot of people. Over the years, I went from my, is he the one, to um, have you found her? Like, are you seeing anyone, maybe? That's her question now. She doesn't even dare, asking almost. I'm like, yeah, mom, I see a lot of people when I go to the grocery store, hey. when I go down the street and walk, you know. And she's like, but now come on. She's There's a lot of men in San Francisco. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, most men. She's like all the good guys in San Francisco are gay. That's what I was like. Yeah, most of them. And I'm like, and the good guys are my age are either married and cheating, or divorced and cheating, or bitter and borderline alcoholic, and cheating on themselves about it. And uh, yeah, um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, and the young ones are good, but they are—they see me like the sexy mommy. And here in this country, um, I'm sick of being a porn genre like a milf, a piece of ass, because that's what you—that's know, <laughs> what they want. They don't want to have a ten. They want to have a seven, like the painting. Like uh, you see the painting, like um, American Gothic, with the husband and the pitchfork, and the wife next to him, the plain wife that looked like plain, really plain. That's how you gotta look in this country to find a long-term relationship. So life has been very generous to me because it actually transformed me into the character of the American Gothic painting. And so I can fit better in in this fucking country. I'm like, yeah, you wanna see that? You wanna see how it transformed me? Come on, you guys know me already, so let me show you how it fucking became. So, but it made it all fucked up because now I don't look like the fucking wife, but the fucking husband. It's like fuck that. And I'm not even a lesbian. So that is really, really I, Wow, that's awesome. Thank you guys. It's been awesome. <laughs>
2: Keep it going for Alessandra Angel! <laughs> uh, folks, that's our show, Open Mic. Uh, you can come back tonight at 8 o'clock for a showcase that I'll be hosting. Uh, one of you is on the show. Two of you are on the show, actually. Two of you are on the show. Ha-ha. So that's nice. Uh, but thank you so much for everyone coming to the Open Mic. And uh, if you're out there listening in Radio Land, Uh, and you are a comedian and you want to be part of the Muni Radio Comedy Festival, or if you have a business or a lot of money and you want to be a sponsor for the festival, or uh, if you just love listening to uh, free comedy, uh, go to muniradio.fm, donate a few bucks there, or apply to be a comedian in the festival, which is in March, April, March. March. March March 1st through 7th of 2020. I uh, hope to see you there and we uh, want to keep this venue open because it is my favorite comedy venue in San Francisco. That's why I keep coming back here. Right. Uh, hey! Yeah. Goodbye everybody! Go home! <laughs>
5: Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. (laughs) Richard Harris, here's Law Firm, LLP, 180, Prima, Next Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, five eight three four
3: San Francisco Mutiny Radio, Mutiny Radio FM. Why not make a donation? Mutiny Radio FM. Streaming live, the station. Mutiny Radio FM. District of the Mission. Mutiny Radio FM. Mutiny Radio FM. Mutiny radio. FM. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm Hit the donate button, stream them live Download a podcast, have some fun San Francisco Mutiny Radio I'm leaving this.